Welcome to Plano Podcast, tales of curiosity and character. I'm Tammy Hooker. We're glad you found our little on-air hangout with stories from inside Plano and just outside of what you might expect. Two of the artists who helped bring arts and artists to 1020 Gallery in downtown Plano are Douglas and Kiki Winters. Their studio, vision, hustle, and love for art attracted artists to open their workspaces and galleries at Valley View Mall. It's now the largest collection of artists in North Texas, right there in a mall that was forgotten and is slated to be demolished. Earlier, the winners considered downtown Plano for gallery space. That's how they met the owners of 1020 Gallery and began their journey into influencing the arts in Plano. Douglas and Kiki Winter's fascinating story is the focus of this Plano Podcast Extra. My name is Doug Winters. Kiki and I uh, run Sky Pony Studio here in Dallas, Texas. We also are the directors of Gallery at Midtown and Artist Studios. Those galleries and studios are based in an aging mall, Valley View Center, which the winners have helped transform into a thriving hub for local artists. Scott Beck is the owner of uh, the property. And then the Becks came in and said, what are y'all doing back there in the corner? We want y'all up front and center. So then they moved up, up, up here and they just snowballed from there. And they said, hey, why don't you start an art community? And then they gave us one wing and we filled up a wing. They gave us another wing. And then they gave us another wing, and then we filled up three wings of the mall, and now we have an art walk that we started. Currently, we have 40 art galleries. Well, this is an example of what can be done when artists are subsidized. For instance, um, Mr. Beck, when he bought the mall, he wanted to support the artist. He said, I don't care what you charge, just get the artist in here. We, I want to see working artists, working studios, and gallery spaces. I think there's over 200 in one location. So now we have the largest conglomerate of artists uh, under one roof in Texas. The story behind the name Sky Pony is also the story of how the Winters met. Our love story started our gallery actually. We were traveling uh, to Arizona to go on a trail ride. As we were traveling, we started talking about our dreams, you know, and aspirations, and etc. So we said, you know, we'd love to have an art gallery someday. I had been on this trail ride before, and it's put on uh, by um, a Native American named artist uh, Amado Pena. At the campfire one night, he he said, "You're Sky Pony," and I said. It doesn't seem to fit me. And he said, one day it will. Now my true love is painting landscapes and horses. And then it dawned on me one day that, oh, that's why I was given this Indian name of Sky Pony. It all came together. There's our art gallery name. It's Sky Pony. The Winters met Ken Wesley, a photographer in downtown Plano, and one of the organizers of 1020. And that led to a fruitful partnership. Like the organizers of 1020, the Winters see potential in the downtown Plano area. And we had looked at a couple of spaces down right there in downtown historic Plano. And that's when uh, Ken Wesley of 1020 and I started talking daily. And he was like, tell me your story. And I kind of told him our story. And he was like, man, I could use some help. What do you got? And I was like, man, I know every artist in Dallas. How many artists do you want? And so we just started sending artists over there. 
and uh, we've got a great rapport with and him and, and Jeff and, and Jorg and the, the grand opening was a spectacular event and you know we're not getting anything out of it except we're still helping artists I was just um, speaking with Ken Wesley with the 1020 in Plano yesterday and we were he was talking about the different events that he was going to plan coming up soon and there was a wine walk and uh, we were talking about how somehow we could get artists involved in that and we stepped outside and you know, I was like, you know, it'd be great as if, if anyone knows what Cottonwood Art Festival is in Richardson, one of the biggest art festivals in the nation, is, you know, we know so many artists and, and also artists that travel and do those shows. If we could block the street off, put tents down the middle, have artists everywhere, working artists on the sidewalk like you see in McKinney during their, their art walk. McKinney has a, a pretty thriving little art community as well and um, they don't have any room for expansion either so they, they have the downtown square and that's it but uh, they're in the same position as downtown Plano that's a good location to begin putting artists in just start with a, a few and it will build you know is if, if that's going to be the end goal because more and more artists will come if the price is right while the winter's current home, Valley View Center, is slated for eventual demolition, right now it's a vibrant arts community that brings foot traffic to the aging mall. The winters hope their experience there can offer some lessons for expanding the artist community in Plano. You know, on Avenue K, there's a lot of these older industrial buildings and what they've done, you know, where Dragon Street is downtown, they took all these industrial buildings that were whatever, machine shops, and there was oil all over the floor and they cleaned them up paint them white, throw some spots on the ceiling, you got an art gallery. Um, so that would be a wonderful place and probably very affordable on those really old buildings to throw a fresh coat of paint on there, clean up the front yard, put a sculpture garden out front. You, a lot of them have big lots, so you put in parking. And the city could buy, even help subsidize that by buying some of these older buildings from the owners. Um, that'd be perfect. Another idea would be, uh, have you seen the sculptures um, on Henderson? They have it up and down Henderson Avenue, and there's a little art pocket there. It's, it creates um, an atmosphere, and that's what Plano is trying to do, is create an art atmosphere. Metal sculpture, uh, they do that, you know, and, and it also um, promotes walking from one sculpture to the other. I lived in Flower Mound for a while, and we had an association where we went uh, people would go from home to home of the different artists and we had a map and so on this these particular weekend uh, the artists would open up their in-home working studios to the public and then the, the public had a map and it was in the paper and um, so people would come from all around and they would just go from home to home of the artists. Um, there's or a studio. Right, um, or businesses. Right. But it was mainly homes in that area. So if uh, there's many artists that live in Plano, uh, and it has to be a specific area, that would promote something too. When you bring artists into an area, look how it changed this Valley View Mall. It changed it from a scary place, I'm never going in there again, into, oh, great, let's see what they have over at Art Walk every third Saturday. And it's like a, a big party and everybody comes and is family oriented now. The Winters have a talent not only for art, 
but also for finding innovative ways for making it commercially viable. I did uh, three pieces um, for the Omni Hotel. And so I did three large pieces for the Omni and they bought the originals to put them in the corporate office and they also hung a print of every one of them in every room in the new Omni downtown. Uh, so I've got my work in every room in the Omni Hotel downtown Dallas and also since I kept copyright on all three pieces I sell direct to their gift shop so coffee mugs, t-shirts, postcards, all of that and I can sell them anywhere so now we've got those three Dallas pieces that you're looking at there in the sixth floor museum We've got them in the Dallas World Aquarium. We're in the Omni. And also the county commissioner's office has a huge 64 by 54 uh, print on canvas of one of my works. And about six more in all of the corporate offices around. Um, Dallas Convention. Dallas Convention Center. They buy for gifts to, when they have big conventions of prints and postcards of all that. So, for instance, the Omni, it, I mean, there was a big money behind that Omni and a lot of city money too. It was a testing ground. Can we put original art in every room of a hotel and maybe some prints and all over that? Can we do that? And it got done. And it's an amazing when you walk around and you see all this original work, but there's big money behind it. So going north and in any city, this scenario would work. You just have to get the people, city people and the people with the funds to do it, to get on board with the artist. After this interview, we received an update from Kiki Winters. They're opening a second Sky Pony studio in Plano. Look for it to open at the shops of Willowbin Mall soon. Long live art. And with that, we reach the end of our time with Douglas and Kiki Winters. Stay with us now for our wrap up, where we give you a peek behind the scenes with myself, producer Mary Jacobs, and a special guest. After all, What's the coolest little on-air join in Plano without sharing a little back corner booth discussion among friends? So when Mary and I first met them, we were at the opening of Gallery 1020. And Mary goes, those are artists we need to talk to. Them. <laughs> what were your impressions meeting them? They have a very interesting story and they've done some uh, incredible work in terms of creating ways for artists to to flourish and get together, just sort of have a common space and a place where people can go and see what they're doing. We have a special guest with us today, Cole Bothan. Hello. Have any of y'all been to Valley View Mall? I was just kind of thinking about that. The last time I was there was probably when I was like six going with my dad because we he lived around that area. Yeah, I used to live like a mile from there. We never went there <laughs> because there wasn't much there. Yeah, Valley View Mall took like a dramatic turn, which is why Beck bought it. It's been kind of abandoned, purchased, and then now filled with these artists. I didn't have any idea until we went there how many artists were in there. I was yeah. kind of embarrassed that I didn't even know that. What about you? Yeah, because, I mean, like, first walking in there, it's like, you know, all the shops are closed. Some are, like, have gates over them. And then we got to the studios, and it just was a com almost a completely different world. It completely changed what I thought of the mall kind of walking in there. Cole, if you have to think about all of the Plano podcast episodes, you, you mentioned to me the other day that this one is your favorite. It's just the interesting topic. And then just their stories of, you know, how they came up with the name, you know, all this other, all the other things that they came up with were kind of interesting to me, at least. There's a personal connection with our family and Scott Beck. Mm -hmm. So I knew the Valley View story. I've seen them on TV, 
And it was it was neat to know that there was a connection with Gallery 1020. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And apparently they are sending a nice little um, steady stream of artists over to 1020, who some of whom had not heard of downtown Plano, had not heard there was any type of an art scene north of 635. So that's creating organically um, some just nice little artistic connections to that area. Did you think, Cole, or Mary, either one, any of those ideas that Doug or Kiki threw out, any of them resonate with you? I thought all of them were worth trying. I, I like the idea of the going to, to artists' house, uh, houses. I don't know if there are many artists who live up in the downtown Plano area or any concentrated area of Plano, but if there were, I would love to do that. love to find out who these people are and start following their work. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the idea of developing those industrial places on Avenue K is kind of cool. It's kind of, it's convenient, big, one story, large space, kind of like Dragon Street. Mm -hmm. I'd like to live over in downtown Plano if I had a choice. <laughs> I love that area. It's, it's got a lot of character. It's very communal. I like it. I didn't know that Doug Winters was an architect. Hmm. Interesting. So that explains the reason that his work on the city of Dallas, those city of those three city of Dallas pieces, are so um, architecturally accurate in their interpretation. Hmm. I had no idea. Here's something that that you don't know. As we were talking to the Winters, I remarked on some of the pieces that they um, produce that. Specifically that Doug, well, Doug and Kiki, that's right. So Doug had produced pieces for the city of Dallas, downtown Dallas and South St. Lamar that has, you know, a special place in our heart. And there is one piece that Kiki did that's a horse on a red background that I thought was really striking. Before Cole and I left, they handed us all of those prints in postcard format for us to keep and post um, for the Plano podcast, you know, kind of in our offices. So it was very on point and business oriented for them to be paying attention to what we were asking and then meeting the need. And they mm -hmm. talked about, I don't think it made the final cut, but they talked about work for the Omni in Frisco because they know Jerry Jones is coming up there with the star and they, they see the opportunity for artists to be incorporated in the, the new building of the Omni and whatever else is going on in Frisco. So they had they already had kind of their eyes on Frisco. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah. Uh, there's, like, to me, like, hearing that, you know, Doug had all his work put into the Omni, like, I was thinking, like, you know, they, they would have at least, you know, found some way to just make crappy reprints and just put those in all the rooms. But no, it's, they're all original works, which I thought was, you know, really cool. My husband and I stayed in the Omni about a year ago, and I remember having interesting pieces in our room, and I didn't realize they were all original or that there was something different in every room. But now that I know that, that really adds a nice local bit of flavor. I think it's a great idea. And isn't they're trying to do it for the Omni that's going to be built here in Frisco. I thought that was kind of cool. I thought that was insightful that they also brought up the fact that they are not only creative but also business oriented mm -hmm. which is common with the 1020 guys mm -hmm. and common with david downs so all mm -hmm. three of our 
bits for the arts in Plano segment, they have that in common. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not just a matter of making money. It's more like being commercially savvy so that people actually see your work. That it's not a matter of just having your art and keeping your, you know, pleasing yourself with it, but getting it out there. I think their love story is sweet. I think the winters are unique in their relationship and the fact that they're both two different types of artists. He just won DFW Artist of the Year. She just won DFW Abstract Artist of the Year. They're getting recognition, and it's worth noting their influence in what's going on in the arts in Plano and the arts in Plano downtown. Going to see them in their Sky Pony studio at Willow Bend would kind of be worth a visit. This is Cole Boffin from the Plano Podcast. If you want to find out more information, go to planopodcast.com and click on episode resources. We've reached the end of another edition of Plano Podcast, tales of curiosity and character. We hope you've enjoyed today's topics and discussion. Remember to follow us on Twitter at at Plano Podcast and send us your feedback, ideas, and comments. Thanks for listening and subscribing. We'll be waiting for you at our back corner booth. Until next time.